0: Hey, domestic don, Josh Landers in the fucking jungle, the dungeon yet again. In the jungle, welcome to the jungle. Knees. Knees. Uh But we're in the dungeon. It's a it's a windy afternoon, and the inconsistency of my life is is continuing. Fuck, I I was on a good spell of doing this podcast once a week, every Wednesday, but that 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 has faltered. That has changed. Uh, I don't know if it's because of inspiration. I'm not sure if it's uh, due to scheduling. I don't know exactly what it is, but it, it has it, it's drastically changed where I'm not finding the motivation to sit in my garage and talk to myself for a full hour once a week. But I'm here. You can hear the chimes in the background, I'm assuming. Like I said, it's fucking, it's windy. Uh, it's blustery. It's not cold. It's spring like, and it's it, happy spring. And we're back. We're back. America is fully back. We've had ten people killed yesterday in Colorado, I believe, at a, a, a Soupies or Shoopies or some some grocery store in Colorado. It was a Boulder. So they have another school, sh- not a school shooting. This is this is just a random shooting in a, in a grocery store. Just like I guess the school shooting was random. Um, but you can't make fun of people in trench coats. But I don't know. I I, I barely look at the news. I don't I don't care about the news anymore. I just know that we're back. We're fully back. We have rapes and, and uh, drug induced uh, rapes going on in Miami. We have women who are dying during spring break in Florida because they're getting raped and drugged. Uh, so again, we're fully back. So if you guys were so pent up for this whole year and saying like, oh god, I, I just can't wait till we get back to normal I can't wait till we get back to normal we're back to normal this is fully back and it's not going to get any better whatsoever and I'm one of those people I, I, I will I will put myself on the the pessimistic scale I guess I'll put myself uh, into that lower tier uh, of positivity that this is not good us being back is not good we will this is not going to go well it's not going well already, and it's not going to go well when things fully open up. And even in California, we're kind of going towards that tier of actually opening up. We're like, whoa, things are, things are happening. And I'm, I'm fucking depressed. I'm sad. I, 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 I'm lethargic over the idea of, Jesus Christ, fuck, we're, we're, we're going back to normal? Sort of? There's people about, out and about? We have to deal with this shit? Again on a daily basis of, of the the nuances of, of human nature and I know I, I, I'm not I'm not that type of person to be like, oh, I hate people. I just fucking hate people. I like people. I like people, but I only like certain people. There's certain people and a lot of them like that I don't like. So I'm not one of the the the, hating, the the haters I guess out there in terms of humanity. I don't hate humanity. I think humanity is great. I think we, we've done we've had leaps, and bounds and strides and we, we we've we've functionally fucked up the world, but we we've, we've done it in a good way to make ourselves luxurious, to make ourselves comfortable, to make ourselves feel like we're doing something on a daily basis, right? I think that's okay. I think we've done fine over the course of of, of uh, human interaction. I think we've done okay. All right. I'll give it. Our, I'll give. If I was a teacher which I used to be, I'll give ourselves like a, a solid B minus, a solid B minus. And a B minus is, it's not bad. It's not a bad, that's how I got through high school. I got through high school on, on barely, maybe like a 2.8 GPA. I got through college, I think through undergrad, maybe on a 3.2. I think I stepped it up a little bit once I found my niche, whatever that was, which was fucking the easy route out. Uh, the easy way out. I, didn't, I, I The fucking English. If you can't get like a 3.2 to a 3.5 in an English curriculum, you're a fucking retard. You're a moron. Uh, the grad school was easy. Same shit. What? Creative writing? If you can't pull close to a fucking 4.0 in creative writing, you're a dipshit. All right? So I think as a, as a whole, a, a, a good solid 2.7. Uh, two point five. Let's go. Two point four. We'll go two point four for the country. We're we're doing a solid solid C average, solid C, and that's not bad. That's passing. That's a passing grade. If you had a, a, a fucking A rating at a restaurant and you dipped below that A rating, you went to like the B range, you're like, yeah, people will still come in. If you have your uh, um, your crowd. If you have the people who don't mind the ants on the table, if you don't mind the people who get food poisoning every once in a while, or the MSG, or whatever you put in your fucking Cantonese chicken or fucking uh, uh, Hunong uh, beef, whatever you put in there, I'm not saying that's uh, that's not racist, all right? There's some other shit out there. Get some shawarma, all right? Let's, let's entail it. Let's get some pizza. Let's get some hamburgers from Jack in the Box, who has killed uh, many, many children, Throughout the, throughout their years, the fucking, the jack in the box, the dude, the big guy with the fucking round head, he came after a bunch of children died because of fucking tainted beef, didn't it? Didn't he come about the, the, the perception of, of, uh, of a quality restaurant? the personification of the restaurant through this clown Ronald McDonald's creepy so now we have Jack through Jack in the box we like ah, our beef's safe our beef is safe it's tainted it's tainted it's green in parts but it's it's good you could you'll you'll thrive you'll you'll eat it and you'll be better protein it's all about protein you could do it with a lettuce wrap you could uh, uh, get some mini tacos on the side you can get some uh, uh, an extra serving of ranch dressing with your chicken fingers. It's fine, it's fine. All right, so it, it's it's all encompassing. It's all encompassing. Um, but yeah, like I said, we're back. And I saw that shooting yesterday. Sad. It's always sad to see a shooting. But is anybody fucking surprised? Is anybody actually surprised? And I've watched some videos on on Spring Breakers in in Miami, and they're fighting in the streets. They're they're wreaking havoc. They had to put a curfew lockdown on Spring. Uh, really? This is surprising to anybody? Oh, well they they just want to have fun. They just want to have fun. And then I keep scrolling and then I see Salma Hayek's tits. I like to see Salma Hayek's tits. Is that how you say her name? Salma Hayek. Her tits are fake. They're wonderful and they're out there. She has nipples that you could see through her bathing suit, and I don't mind that at all. So you could scroll through uh, uh Fucking drug rapes. You could scroll through uh, store shootings where an officer got killed and other in- innocent civilians got killed. And then you could scroll through Sama Hayek's fucking Hispanic uh, fucking brown nipples and her areolas poking through her bathing suit. This is the luxury that we have in this country. This is the C plus average that we have in this country. And it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, but what I've been struggling with lately, like I said earlier, is the the consistency factor. Um, I've been inconsistent, I think, with my uh, um, with uh, definitely with the podcasting. I've been fairly consistent. I'm starting to write a lot more, and for whatever reason, my writing is becoming a lot more violent, which I like. I, I enjoy that. I need to get back to what I what I started as. I started as a violent writer. I started as a weird writer in terms of what the story, the content, what the what the context, what what the characters were. They're all unlikable. I need to get back to that. I got I went through the the shwarmy fucking uh, uh um shwarma. I went through the shmarmy, smarmy. It's shmarmy, right? Not shwarmy. I went through the fucking shmarmy uh, literary uh, I guess Maybe every writer does it. The, the, the sort of literary lull, I guess I'll call it. The fucking dip of, of good writing. And I went through that for a few years and just trying to maybe please people, trying to please an agent, trying to please editors, trying to be like, oh, yeah, look at this. I'm, I'm a literary writer when, when I've never actually been a literary person. And literary people versus non-literary people, it's is, is kind of pretty easy to diagnose. It's pretty easy to see. One, you're a cunt. Two, you're not. That's it. So if you're a cunt, you're a literary person. If you're not a cunt, you're a non-literary person. That's the way to break it down. That's to break it down in life. Not just about writing. Not just about artists. Not 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 just about anybody who tries to pursue something other than the, the, the mundane. Other than the 9 to 5. Other than the, the regular uh, fucking average Joe lifestyle. Whoever try and and pursues that. If you're a cunt, you're a cunt. If you're not a cunt, you're not a cunt. And that's all that, that that's the breakdown. That's what I have. And it's that simple. All right. So if you're one of those people who fall into either category, go with it. That's fine. But just know that I'm not one of those. And I don't know which one I am. I think I know. I think I know which one I'm falling towards. I think I know which one I got away from. I think I know what I'm striving for now. And it's the sort of non-cunt lifestyle. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. And I've been a a better person because of it. Been a better person because of it. A better father? Sure. Better husband? yeah. Uh, uh, A less drinker? Uh, A lesser drunk? yeah. But a better person. My mind is settled. My mind is there. My mind is ready to to, to, uh, glorify. That's the wrong word. My mind is there to push forward my ideas, my ideals, and my horrible characters. So I guess that's what I've been focusing on more lately is that because no one gives a shit about podcasting anymore. Nobody gives a fuck. All right. I have five listeners. Nobody gives a fuck. I have zero shirt orders after the first little rush of 15 to 20 shirts that I sent out. I'm putting stickers on places. They get taken off. No one cares. No one gives a shit. Nobody listens. All right? So this is, like I said, the sign that we're back. We're fully, 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 fully back. And even when we weren't back, nobody gave a, give a fuck about this podcast. And now that we are back, nobody gives a fuck. And when we're in that little fucking literary uh, lull, the cunt lull, the the, the c- c- control, 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 um. Now that when we were during that cunt troll, uh, no one gave a shit either. But like I said, at least we have Sama Hayek's tits. At least we have those. And it's something to hold on to. I wish I could. I wish I could. I wish I could hold on to, to those puppies, those, those fun bags, and just see how fake they are. And do they taste like frijoles? I don't even know where she's from but she's good looking at like 54, 55 years old. And who likes, is there anybody out there who still likes a 22-year-old girl? When you, If you're a, of a certain age, and my five listeners are probably like in their 70s, but if you look at a girl who's like 22, is that even attractive anymore? In my mind, it's not. It, it's, like, it's kind of, it's gross. It's too young. Uh, they have too much energy. They look like children because they are children. I want like a dilapidated uh, fucking uh, push in the goddamn mud woman who just like gave, has given up on life. Her nipples are like twisted like fucking uh, a gnarled a blackberry vine because of the kids who suckled on her and uh, on them. And she fed them and she gave them her, her, her soul and they don't care anymore. And they're they're out there in the world and they're just like, they're, they're like a pestilence. They're like, they're, they're, they're they're a pestilence on light. They're like, they're, they're like the plague. They have, they have boobles, blue balls, bubbles, Uh, is that the pustules is that fucking the black plague? Egg? Um, they have blue balls. Even if they have a, they have a blue coochie blue, uh, vag lips, uh, whatever. They're, they're horrible people. And she's just like depleted. She's just a depleted woman. And she works in a cafeteria. She, she's, she's, Unhappy, she. You know, I don't want her to smoke, but if she she has to, she has to make it menthol so she's kind of minty uh, when I get home. And you know, just a, I just want like horrible. That's all I want. I want I want person. I want a person who's lived life. I want a person who who is like looking at their body in the mirror and hates themselves on a daily basis and just like God, I'm gross, but I'm still living. I'm disgusting, but I try. I'm a, a horrific. Entity of human existence, but you know what? Later, I think I'm gonna eat a salad with light balsamic vinaigrette, just light on the side, and I'll dip my lettuce into it. I'll dip my uh, radicchio. I'll dip my uh, baby baby spring mix. I'll dip my titty in there. Oh, fuck it. I'll I'll lick I'll lick balsamic off my tit, and uh, it'll be healthier. And just like that little tiny inkling of care. That little inkling of care is just enough, and then she'll go back. She'll work. She'll come home tired. You know, she won't want to have sex. But I could just smell like the the desperation coming off her under the bed sheets, uh, under the bed clothing. Is that what they called it in, in the old days? Uh, bed clothes uh in her nightie she wears a nightie because she's she's she just doesn't have any reason to live anymore and it's like a cotton nightie it's not it's not sexy it's thick uh i don't know if she has like a, a head thing a thing she puts on her head at night nightcap. does she have like a florence henderson nightcap on there florence henderson was pretty hot till a certain certain age uh Marsha, I, I would probably bone but then she was too young they're all too young Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. So whenever you see someone who's young like that, it's just like ugh, it's just gross. It's just, I don't like young people. They they're disgusting. They they can't grow facial hair. If like males look at males, they're like, who are you? You're you're a horrific human being. You see females, they're shaving their their whole body. They don't look they don't look like they've gone through any sort of strife. And I again I, I love strife. I love toughness. I love that, n- I use this word already, gnarled, the gnarled look to things. And that's okay because that means it's it's kind of sexy. It's kind of sexy in a weird way, isn't it? That's what we need in this new world now. Now that we're back, we need like we need the fucking tough people to, to ramp up. We need the tough people to come out there and be like, I got skin cancer, my nose is fucking falling off, I don't give a fuck. Fuck these good-looking people. Fuck these people with straight teeth and, and perfect skin. And the people who are going to make millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars after this, like yeah, we're back, spring break, they're going to do that. They're going to make ends meet. They're going to get on these fucking uh, non fungible uh, tokens, whatever the fuck they called, whatever they're called. They're going to get on Bitcoin. They're going to get on someone, whatever, whatever. I don't give a shit about that. That doesn't make sense to me. But whatever, they're going to get back on that. And they're going to get on. And they're like, yeah, see, I told you. Stole it right after the pandemic. This is the time to do it. This is the time to do it. So anyways, did you guys have a good uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day? I guess. Was that last week? Um, is that the worst holiday that can possibly happen? There's, there's a lot of them. Valentine's Day is up there. Mother's Day is up there. Father's Day is horrible. Uh, whatever these sort of non-holiday holidays are. St Patrick's Day is kind of up there. It's, it's a Cinco de Mayo for very very pale white freckled people who uh, well nah, nah, that, that's cliche. I can't I can't say that. it's a it's a day for people to be Irish. We're Irish. kiss me I'm Irish today. Um, what does it matter? Uh, I was sober on St. Patrick's Day and I get drunk on like non-holidays. I get drunk I, I choose to drink. When people don't force me to drink. I choose to drink on like a random fucking Tuesday in in May. Is there anything in May? Is there a holiday in May? Uh, uh, Memorial Day, Labor Day, one of those. When when, when is there no fucking holiday? How about uh, October has Halloween. That's a good holiday. Is there another? September, fuck it. So now that's fucking Labor Day, isn't it? When, When is there not a holiday? August, fuck it, my birthday month. August. There's no fucking holiday in August. I will choose a day in August. August 17th is my fucking drunk day. All right. And I'm going to make it August 17th because fucking April 17th or March 17th is, is St. Patrick's day. So I'll, I'll, I'll mimic it. I'll mock it. But what does it matter? I don't understand the whole Irish thing. I don't understand why people on this day choose to like, oh, I'm going to drink some Irish whiskey. I'm going to have a Guinness, which is shit beer. If anybody, oh, I love Guinness. Guinness is shit beer. It is not good. It's made from fucking uh, uh, a young uh, goddamn fucking halibut's gallbladder. And it's, it's just, it's it's shitty. It's, it's like 4%. It doesn't get you drunk. It's thick as tar. It fucking makes my stomach hurt. It's a piece of shit. It's a piece of shit beer. And when you have this sort of idea of, ah, wear a green today. Yeah, did my daughter have to wear a green? She did. She wanted to. Did I wear a green? I did. Did my wife? Of course. Did my son? Doesn't give a fuck. Um, but did you guys have a good one? And of course, I'm talking shit about it. But what did I make on St. Patrick's Day? I made a delicious Irish stew. You know what I did? I made a delicious Irish stew. That's what I did, because I want to I would, would like to impart on my children a sense of uh, coherence with other cultures, a sense of livelihood with their brethren from another culture. Um, just, I, you know, it, it, it just sounded good. Why not? I, I wasn't drinking. Uh, I did pour a beer in there. It Wasn't Guinness. Fuck fucking. It was an old number thirty-eight stout from North Coast Brewing Company that I put into the stew. I put that. I uh, browned some fucking stew meat in, in with and garlic and onions and and, and put some uh, beef stock with some chicken stock in there. It was it was glorious with some carrots and uh, and uh, uh, um what else did I put in there? Onions. It, it, was, it was a fantastic stew, and it, it was good the first day, better the second day, great the third day, and I bought some good bread, and I had that. That's what we had. We had a nice Irish stew on St. Patrick's Day, and I really hope that you guys, getting back to normal, had a really good St. Patrick's Day as well, because we did here. We did here. Sober Josh making a stew fucking uh, in, in my own brain railing and, and going against everything that was St. Patrick's, whatever that did, whatever that is, driving the snakes out of Ireland, uh, a uh, 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 fucking, uh, 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 an overweight white woman, uh, with red hair, curly, kinky red hair with freckles on her back. And you're like aiming once you're like, you're, like, ah, oh, God, I can't, I can't, I can't jizz right now. She's ugly. She's fat. She's so pale. She's so pale. She's cold. Her her skin is cold. She's cold like she just came out of the fucking moors of upper that's Scotland, I guess. But she came it feels like she just came from a castle with grass around it and maybe was that Stonehenge? That's in England or London or somewhere in England. And she's just cold. Her skin is clammy. She has she has no pigment. She's fairly translucent. And I'm just railing this girl like doggy style thinking about how I can eat a Guinness beef pie. And then I'm 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 targeting a freckle a, a freckle she has many 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 freckles but she has one on her back, it's fairly large I think it's considered a mole, and this this mole is kind of like a target, it becomes a target. So when I, I'm I'm trying to finish I'm closing my eyes, I'm trying to think of something like really good looking in my brain. I'm just really trying to go for it, and I'm 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 I'm, I'm pushing. I'm pushing, she's not moving much because she's, it seems like she's just like a, a giant log that I stuck my dick into, a white log, like an al- albino log, like a manatee, a manatee floating in the Florida Everglades and just floating there. And she's just floating on the mattress and I'm just trying to like, come on, baby. All right, here we go. There's that freckle. There's that freckly mole. There's that mole with that little bit of hair in the middle, like a little a little splice of hair. It's, it's like two hairs that kind of like whoop. They kind of go whoop. Uh, they they move one one goes to the left a little bit, and there's like a shorter one, a little shorter that goes to the right, and there are two hairs that splice in the middle of this freckle mole, and you just got to concentrate. You have to concentrate, and then once you do, and she's motionless, she's she's not she's not having any pleasure whatsoever. You're not either. Your fat white kind of sort of semi hairy stomach is just slapping. Uh, your pelvis is just slapping against this lifeless mold of of paleness and uh, and, and sort of almost uh, uh, like i said uh, see through fucking uh, uh rice paper skin you're like come on molly come on molly come on molly and then you come on molly and you you're able to pinpoint it right onto that mole and that was your night and then you go downstairs you eat your you eat your uh, um, Irish stew. You might have your Guinness with your fucking uh, cod liver oil uh, gallbladder uh, blackness, and uh, that's that wasn't racist. That's the color of the beer. And you drink that. and You don't feel good. You have some cabbage which smells like feet because you didn't cook it well enough. You didn't put enough butter or garlic. Or onions with it. it. just tastes like lifeless shit. Like your own life. It tastes like your own life. It's lifeless like your own life. And then you you, you, you see your kids. And then you're sitting at dinner. And you say, oh, do you guys like it? And they say, no, we don't like this. I'm like, are you not Irish? Like, no, we're not Irish at all. But like, don't you see your mom? She's a, a potato. She's a peeled potato sitting next to you. Don't, Don't you see her? She looks like a giant, fat, russet potato sitting there. That I just had sex with, with one of her, in, into one of her eyes. I don't know which one it is, because you know potatoes have eyes. And, and now I'm just sitting there thinking, like, huh, is is St. Patrick's Day worth it? But it was worth it. We had a nice one. We had a nice one. The bread was good. I got it from a sort of semi-local bakery. Three ingredients. If you buy bread, make sure you get three ingredients: water, yeast, and fucking uh, what else? Flour. Water, yeast, and flour, and if you add some salt to it, if you add some uh, uh, herbs, fantastic! Water, yeast, flour—that's all you need for bread. And this is a good bread; it was good. And we cut it up, dipped it in the stew—perfect, perfection. Yet another St. Patrick's Day in the books. And then what happened after that? Uh, let me see. I've been—let me look at my pretentious notebook here. Still fucking stained orange from the goddamn orange Fanta witch from from months ago now. Uh, let me see. We can in Review, Inconsistency, got that. Store Shootings, Praise Allah, Miami Rapes, got that. Spring Breakers, Salma Hayek Tits, eh, covered that. Um, I don't know if you guys have been doing this lately, or maybe it's my old age as well, but I've been basking in the sun like a fucking chuckwalla in the middle of goddamn Joshua Tree National uh, Park. But I, I, if you don't know what a chuckwalla is, it's a very fat lizard that sits on a rock and just basks. And basking is is so underrated. Um, I've been doing this a lot more lately, especially when everybody is home consistently, constantly talking about consistency earlier, but the consistency of, of, of family being home is, is, is a hundred percent. It's, it's like a fucking baseball player. It's like fucking Albert Pujols, uh, 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 hitting a thousand percent for a year straight. And, um, it's, 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 it's great. It's great. But sometimes I got to escape. I need to escape. And the escape is my garage. The escape is outside. And lately I just said, I need to go sit in the sun for five, 10, just let me sit in the sun. And I go out there, no phone, no technology. And I just sit in a fucking chair. And I just put my face up, no sunglasses. And I just stare at the sun and bask. And sometimes if I feel like it, I'll lay down in our fucking pretentious fake grass in our backyard or on, like, uh, whatever, uh, we have, like, some wood pallets that lead to the side yard of our house. I'll lay on that and just fucking lay there. The dog licks me for a a fucking few seconds. I kick her in the twat. She goes away, and then I just lay there. And she lays next to me, and it's glorious. It's glorious just to bask. And this is, like, an old man thing, probably. This is me probably wanting, really trying to go... uh, Live in like Lake Havasu or some shit, or go, uh, what's the fucking, what's the, what's the other place where a bunch of old people go to die and just they don't give a fuck. They ride golf carts around, uh, uh, there's the salt, salt and sea, uh, go to the fucking salt and sea and just lay there. I can see that. I can see why these leathery old fucking, uh, uh pitcher's mitts, these fucking Louisville slugger, I understand why they, uh, these, these, these Rawlings, these Rawlings, uh, fucking, uh, faces uh what other brand of of pitcher mitt is there uh but uh, fucking uh Wilson Wilson now it's a volleyball it's fucking Tom Hanks uh anyways whatever it is these fucking catcher mitts the 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 you could see they're so weathered they're so worn they probably have at least 9000 uh types of carcinoma on, on their on their cellular level on the cellular level they're just they're dying they're dying inside and out they're probably like 40 and they look 70 and it's fucking fantastic. They haven't drank water in like three weeks, and whatever water they have is gonna be is, is saline, like fucking saline. It's gonna be from the salt and sea where no fish can fucking live. And they drive their golf carts, and they just they they meet each other, and they say hi, they wave, they get they get the mail, and they go home in their trailer, and they just lay there in their air conditioning. And I would just sit in my fucking lounger, my Barca fucking lounger with my fucking Jew shorts, and my Jew shirt, and my Jew fucking loafers, like uh, the fucking guy from Godfather Part 2, I can't remember his name, but I would just lay there, and just bask like a fucking lizard in heat, uh, and not a lizard in heat, like a fucking heat, I, I'm done with trying to fuck, I'm, I just want to bask in, on, on granite, I just want to lay there and do some like minor push-ups until my heart seizes and gives out and I just keel over and die and just lay there like a leathery old fucking hide from 19- 1862, some fucking, uh, some mule, uh, it, it, you know, some mule team. I was trying to get to the, to the post office and I just died and I just, they just left me there. The mules left me, the horses left me, the fucking oxen left me. It's like, it's, it's, it's like fucking organ trail I, I died of dysentery uh, I got shot uh, I got murdered by my wife uh, um, she ate me but she tried to eat my dick but it wasn't it didn't have enough meat on it and I'm just just leave me just leave me there on the Salton Sea to perish all right and so basking has been big for me lately and I don't know what that says about me I think it says something about my age um, I think it says some, something about my mentality lately possibly. I don't know, but basking seems all right. It's okay, and just take time. Just take time to sit. Take time to ponder. Take time to get away from your fucking phone. And every week, I'm, I'm kind of proud when I look at my phone and said, your screen time, thank you, Apple. Thank you, the fucking surveillance. Thank you, the fucking Panopticon. You are seeing what I'm doing every week. And I look at it that your, your average was down. You had an average of one hour and 45 minutes uh, uh, this week. I'm like, wow, that's good. Doesn't mean I'm not in front of a fucking computer because that's kind of my job. I have to be in front of a computer quite a bit, but it doesn't mean I have to always be in front of my phone. And when I bask, it's phoneless. It's it's childless. It's wifeless. I wish it was pantless but I know our suburban neighbors and this pretentious fucking land will probably look over and see my little fucking pinky mouse dick and they'll call the authorities and then I'll get arrested and then I can't bask anymore. So I need to have higher walls. I need to uh, I need to build a bigger fence. I need to have something where I could just sit there balls out, fucking veiny thrombosis balls and just let it, let it ride. Let that fucking bubblegum balls, so that hairy, that bubble gum that you drop Unfortunately, into like a rat's nest, and you pick it up. And it was a chewed bubble gum. So you got some bubblelicious, and you chewed it up. You bought it from like Dars Liquor. You rode your bike into town, and you went to Dars Liquor, and you got some laffy taffy, and you got some bubblelicious. And you bought the bubblelicious, and you're chewing the bubblelicious, and then all of a sudden you're, you're you're riding your bike home. You got your little fucking BMX. You're riding it. You got your Haro, or your fucking uh, uh, uh um uh, what's another brand. I don't know, fucking uh, cunt tail. Uh, uh, you're riding your bike home, and you drop your gum in into a rat's nest. There happens to be a rat rat's nest on the side of the road, and you, you're like, oh, my Bubblicious, my strawberry watermelon And You pick it up, and it's just like it has shit all over it. It has sticks. It has pieces of grass. It has, like, dried weeds, and it has some, like, weird hair on it. That's my balls. So that's what my ball. and then leave that gum out on, on a, a, a piece of slate, for a couple hours and it melts and it kind of just kind of goos out. That's my nutsack. So if I can bask like that on my fake grass in the backyard and just let my balls just, they, they just melt like a pool of fucking skin colored lava, that would be the life. So I think that's what I'm going for. So uh, basking in the sun, I'm trying to relax more. That's what I'm doing. Um, meditating, sort of, uh, yoga here and there, uh, CBD oil. Sure. Some, uh, fucking edibles. Yeah. And then the beer is the problem, but, but sometimes that basking takes away all problems. I don't have a problem for 10 minutes and I feel so much better after it. So going back to, um, things opening up, my wife and I, I had, I had a bad, the last podcast was bad. Um I was angry. I was bitter. I was drinking heavily on that Sunday, that rainy Sunday afternoon if I remember correctly. I just wasn't doing well. Uh mentally, physically um, um and it, it showed. It showed. So I want to apologize to my five listeners. I want to apologize if I was a little too verbose, if I was a little too um off-kilter, if I was a little too uh, um racially, sexually uh, aggressive, possibly. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't listen to it. I don't, whenever I record, I don't listen to it. I listen to snippets to make sure the sound is okay. I listen to little sections to make sure it's okay. The levels are all sound, but I don't actually listen to the whole podcast. So I apologize for that last one because sort of, yeah, we've, we've reconciled a little bit. All right, my life has has, has been a recon, reconciliatory is that a word? Uh, over the course of the last year, I have, I have peaks and valleys like everybody else does emotionally. And sometimes maybe I have more than others. Maybe possibly I'm bipolar. I don't know. I haven't been diagnosed. Um, I have in my insurance is, is going to be uh, kicking in in about a week. So I have that coming up. Um, I have some better help that I get for free from my work. So I'm going to do that. Uh, so maybe I'll try to figure out exactly what it is going on in my, in my brain. But I, like I said, I just want to give that little, that little addendum. That's not the right word. Uh, but I want to, I want to, I want to apologize to my five listeners, my, my five listeners who are so, uh, savvy, who, who consistently, uh, I guess are part of the team of Domestic Dawn, uh, the people who are loyal. All right. So uh, I want to apologize to you, First and foremost, all right? Everybody else, you could fuck off because you don't listen anyways. Uh, But since then, uh, my wife and I have kind of been trying to talk things out, hash things out, work things out. Um, It's been a rough year, of course. Everybody's had a rough year, so that's a fucking cop-out. But we went out. We went out last weekend. Um, So we had St. Patrick's Day. I was sober, didn't drink for five or six days, whatever it was. I'm not even keeping track anymore. If I want to drink, I'll have a drink. If I don't, fuck it. Um, But we went out. And we went out on Saturday night. And we went to downtown uh, Shitville, where I live. And in downtown Shitville, they have a couple of uh, breweries that are at least one that is very, uh, very... uh, noted it's a noted brewery it's a it's a place that has become extremely famous and quite popular over the course of the last few years uh and I've, I've frequented there before i even moved to shitville and i lived about an hour north in another shitville part two and so when i traveled from shitville two to shitville one i would go there and i would walk right up to the fucking bar order a beer watch football, maybe get a sandwich or an appetizer. And this was no more than six, seven years ago. And since that time, or even less than that, maybe four or five years ago, since, this time, since that time, you can't get into this fucking place anymore. So I figured things are opening up. We can eat outside now in Shitville. And this is Shitville, California. So Shitville, California and all of California has now started to open up. You can go to sports venues now, supposedly. Disneyland is at like twenty five percent capacity, which is fucking retarded, anyways. Why would you want to go to Disneyland in the first place? Um, but you know, things are starting to slowly, slowly, slowly open up. And now that we see this, I'm like, ah, it sounds it sounds nice. We had a fine a family bike ride to Shitville downtown Shitville. We uh, <clears throat> excuse me. We got some. I got some coffee. Uh, which I don't even like mochas, but I ordered myself a mocha for some stupid reason. My wife got a vanilla latte. I don't know. We got some shit that the kids didn't like, like a muffin or a carrot cake or some crap. So anyways, we bought this pretentious shit. We sat outside. It was nice and kind of spring-like. It was warm, but not too warm. Chilly, but not too chilly. Just a nice bike ride to downtown. And then I saw when we were riding through downtown, I noticed like, oh, things are open. You can get a drink. But again, in shitville, in California, you have to sometimes buy food to get your drinks. You have to, it's mandatory that you have to buy a meal per person at certain places. So I call this said place and I say, I ask, do I have to buy a meal? Oh no, you don't have to buy a meal. You could just buy an appetizer. You could just share something. Fine. That's okay. We're hungry anyways. We'll get something while we're sitting there before we go pick up dinner to bring back to the kids. That's fine. It's all well-to-do. Then we go down there, right? And there's no reservations, of course. We ask the guy at the kiosk, at the front end of of this industry, we say, oh, we'd like a table for two. And mind you, there are tables that we see that are open. It's an outside area. They've taken up a little bit of the parking lot or the the road where people usually parked and pay for parking in, in Shitville. And in Shitville, why do you have to pay for parking? Don't get it. I don't know. But in Shitville, they closed off a lot of those places to put up these sort of uh, um, uh, uh, housings, I guess, to to sit under. Uh, Plastic, uh, tarps, or kind of easy ups, whatever it might be. A little bit fancier than an easy up. And they have a bunch of tables under there. So you can sit inside. You, have, uh, you can sit outside, excuse me, at pretty much 80% capacity, it looks like. Inside, 25% capacity. And we go up there. like I'll oh, be like a table for two. He's like, ah, two and a half hours. A two and a half hour fucking wait for a place that serves beer and not that great of food. Beer and pizza and sandwiches. I'm like, two and a half hours? Are you fucking serious? He's like, yeah, about two and a half hours. No reservations? Nope. You just have to come back and, you know, get lucky. And we're like, all right, fuck off. We walk down the road. A block and a half, find the table within five minutes, and sit there. In five minutes, we were able to sit there at this other fucking pretentious goddamn brewery, which I don't understand. I like beer. I, I, I like it too much. But I don't get how a beer gets so popular that you have to fucking wait for two to three hours to sit at a table to to eat basically kind of pub kind of shitty pub food and to get a beer that tastes pretty okay, but it's not better or worse than any other fucking beer that you can get within two minutes at any other restaurant. It's just not. So in Shitville, this place kind of like rules the ruth. So, oh, have you been there before? Oh, have you been there? You got to get it. You got to get this. And people wait in line for four, five, six hours once a year when things were actually open for like a specialty beer that comes out once a year. So people will actually wait for six to seven hours. People will fucking camp out for that. And you know how much of a loser you have to be? And I'm a loser. I'm a fucking big, giant, fucking big red asshole loser. Uh, red faced, fucking uh, yellow eyed, fucking crooked teeth, fucking goddamn uh, I'm, I'm a mess. I'm a fucking mess. And I would not wait for six hours for a beer. I don't do that anymore. Have I done it in the past? No. Have I waited too long for certain things? Sure. But it's part of like the it's part of the camaraderie of the, the situation. I was with friends. I waited for a hot dog in Chicago for three hours for some stupid reason in fucking twenty eight degree weather because it was a famous hot dog stand. That was dumb. Do I have memories of that? Sure. Have I waited too long outside for other things? Okay, yes I have. Have I ever waited for a concert? Have I ever camped out to get tickets? Nope. Have I ever waited for some fucking goddamn stupid pretentious singer to come to goddamn San Diego Jack Murphy Stadium and be like, I gotta get the ticket, I gotta camp? No, I have not. Because I don't have the fucking time. I don't have the patience. I don't have the time. So this place in shitville can now fuck off. So now I'm starting to cross things off my list the places that it's not like a blacklist it's not a communistic uh communist uh, blacklist here but i'm i'm starting to now see like i'm done with this place i'm done with that place i'm done with that place check i'm done with, i'm starting to get done with places cuz it's not fucking worth it when we travel down to my hometown there's places restaurants that got way too crowded way too busy are they that good sure they're fine but i'm I going to wait for 3 hours for a fucking hamburger nope Cut that off my fucking list. Am I going to go there for a fucking burrito? <laughs> Cut that off my fucking list. Because you know where you can go? Any other fucking place. And it's going to be almost exactly the same. So I don't know where the pretentiousness came from. I don't know where the sort of like the weird, uh, the, the, not even, what's the word I'm looking for? Not a stigma, but the fucking, the stigma, I have a stigma against these places. But where did this come from? Why do these places become so fucking popular when they're okay, but they're not that not that good to wait that long? What does that say about me? Probably a lot. What does it say about other people? A lot more, because people have no fucking lives, so they'll wait for three hours. Yeah, I gotta get in there. I gotta get in there. I got to have this fucking. I have to have it. I traveled two and a half hours. I two and a half hours from my fucking posh place. In San Jose, all right. I'm I'm from Marin County. I'm from here. Uh, no, no, I'm going to Shitville because Shitville has the beer. Shitville has the beer. Oh no, no, no. There's a place in in, in my town that's pretty good. No, but I'm not going to get that. So I could walk right in. I can get a fucking uh, a very posh grilled cheese with with a fucking uh, smoked applewood bacon. I could I could get that in, in two seconds with marmalade fucking jam, uh, a fucking uh, tomato cunt juice on it Uh, my wife will dribble her titty juice on there my wife's pregnant so she'll squeeze her fucking breast milk on the grilled cheese and I'll fry it right there on my table she they'll let me fry my wife's titty juice on my fucking grilled cheese and I can make it right there and eat it and it's so sweet kind of sour little yellow little weird I think she has a pustule problem in her areolas Something's wrong with her vein. I think she's got a little uh, veinage problems. She's got veiny flesh bags. They're hangers. And sometimes she just hangs them off the, like in front of my face and she just squirts them. She just grabs her nipples and she just squeezes and they they just squirt out like fucking Elmer's glue. In in like third grade, I remember, I remember Elmer's glue, I used to eat it. I used to eat Elmer's glue in third grade. And my teacher said, stop eating Elmer's glue. I'm like, I, I can't. I have a fixation with the orange tip. And I have a fixation with this fucking gooey substance that's coming out. I'm like, well, you—I you, think you have a problem. And later on, I married someone who has like strangely orange nipples, and she's squirting like Elmer's glue milk, who feed that feed my children, who who give my children sustenance, and she just feeds it onto my grilled cheese sandwich. But no, I can't go to that place because I have to travel an hour and a half, waste gas fucking uh, ruin baby seals habitats and to get this fucking beer and wait for two and a half hours to three hours in line just for a fucking table that is in a fucking uh, pseudo parking lot, uh, that other people are also waiting for. So it's, it's a fucking, dog eat dog lifestyle here. That's what I'm doing. I'm getting this fucking beer. I'm getting this beer now, but that wasn't the, the biggest problem. Um, well, it was a problem. So like I said, we were able to walk down a block, block and a half, find a restaurant that had equally good shit on tap. We just wanted a drink, uh, maybe an appetizer. This place didn't make us buy any food, which was fine, but we wanted something anyways. We got some duck fat fries or whatever the fuck it was, whatever pretentious goddamn fried goodness we my wife wanted at the moment. Um, we knew we were going to get some food. Uh, to go from a place to bring back to for the kids and for us. So we know it's just like a little bit of a date night, just a little bit of a date night, just to get out, feel the sunshine, feel the rays, feel like a uh, some sort of normalcy. And like I mentioned earlier, it's like, oh god, we're fucking back. There's people out there. There's people. There's people that are like waiting. There's people that are wanting there's people that are just there and they're 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 out. They're coming out in droves. People are driving around. They have their shitty music on. They have their crappy fucking cars and their motorcycle. They got that going on. Uh, I took my son disc golfing the other day just to get out of the house and go hiking and you know, get some exercise. There's people out there. They have their fucking dogs off leashes. They're fucking cunty. There's there's chicks who are like uh, uh Hipster chicks with like cut-off midriffs that shouldn't have their their belly fat rolling out like a fucking donut shop. It shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. People should not go outside. But we went out. We went out. And we found a table. We got a table. And when we sit down, again, it's kind of this weird uh, um, makeshift uh, eating area that they, they, they extended into the, the, the parking area of the street. Of the of the downtown of Shitville, and you know they, they're taking up some spaces, of course, whatever. And you know it's clo- it's closed off. They have some wood uh, uh, partitions. They they have the canopy up, what have you. And there's a truck, a giant truck, and it's like the, the giant cunt truck is what I call it. It's like the if you have a truck that is like a cunt truck that is, is lifted and you don't farm. Uh, you, you've never lifted a, ba- a bale of hay ever. And it, those trucks are obsolete on a fucking farm. Anyways, you want like a dually, you want, you want something functional. You want like an old fucking 1988 goddamn Ford uh, to go onto the fucking farm or uh, old Chevy or something like that. Even a fucking Toyota, Toyota or Nissan. You just want something durable. This was like a fucking 2018 Dodge Ram. That was fully loaded, lifted, big lift kit, diesel truck. And this person was parked and mind you, they're parked up on the curb, a curb, which, which is fine because the curb is not a, a, it's not a big fat slab of concrete. It's just, it's it's the, it's the, it's, it's a sloping curb. So they can, they can park on the curb and that's where the meters are at. And, but this truck and we're sitting there and we're close enough to it where we just smell the exhaust. And, well, let me backtrack. This lady, this person, who I didn't find out was a lazy lady yet, was just just idling. Just idling there for, uh, like, five minutes. And then I'm like, all right, starting to irk me. Seven minutes, all right, starting to smell the fucking exhaust. Ten minutes, all right, that's enough. So what I'm at now in my life, as a 42-year-old man, I don't give a shit anymore. I just don't give a fuck. So I will go tell people stuff. I will uh, uh, call people out now. Um, not always. I still have a little bit of a uh, savvy left in me where I'm like, all right, just let that go. Let it go. Let it go. Drop, breathe. Breathe, Drop. You're a smooth stone. On the bottom of a river. Let it pass you by the flow of the river. So, I have that. I'm trying that. Water off a duck's back, all that shit, right? But this fucking, and now the fumes of this fucking big giant exhaust that this fucking whore that was driving it could easily fit her mouth around. And I think that's why she bought the truck. Uh, it's probably not hers, it's probably her fucking fat boyfriend who has fucking horrible gang cat tattoos at home, and he's like, I gotta take my truck, whatever. And then he's sitting there playing fucking Fortnite while she goes to pick up uh, dinner. I don't know. I don't know what it was. So I go up to the truck. I can barely fucking see, right? I'm about six foot, close enough. Five eleven and three quarters. And I'm, I'm standing there on the, I go up there and I gotta say something. So I go up to the truck. I can't see, I'm standing, you know, I'm, I'm giving a six to eight foot, 10 foot buffer zone. And I see, I look up, Get on my little tippy toes and look in the fucking goddamn cab of the truck. And there's this little short fucking woman. You could just tell she had just short hair. I don't know what she was. Who gives a fuck? But I'm like, ah, can you fucking, can you turn it down? Can you turn it off? You're you're blasting us with your fucking fumes here. And she looks at me and she just goes, she nods with her fucking weird bulldog face. She looks like fucking on a Balkin on a bad day. She, and she looks at me. She didn't say. She didn't say a fucking thing. Not a word comes out of her fucking cum-stained lips. Not a word. Not one word comes out of there. She has cum all over her face. Her boyfriend's beating her at home. She's miserable. She has black eyes that she's hiding with a good foundation. She's a horrible human being. And she she finally fucking turns it up. So I go back to the table. I'm like, ah, I won. And you can see other people that were sitting around us. They kind of look back and they're like, ah, thanks. Did they say anything? No. Why does nobody else get up and do shit? Why does nobody else get up and be like, this fucking cunt is, is blasting us with their fucking diesel fuel? We're, we're getting annihilated with this, this ga- gaseous intake. We don't need this. We're sitting outside in a fucking makeshift parking lot in a fucking goddamn uh, end of a pandemic in this fucking shitty uh, restaurant that we couldn't, that we had to choose because the other fucking place had a three hour wait. And now we had to choose this fucking place. And now we're angry and bitter. We just ordered like two, way too expensive of fucking duck fat fries. I don't know why my wife ordered that. Why did she order duck fat fries? I don't know. I don't want duck fat fries. I'm not even that hungry. I'm waiting to eat till later because we're just getting a drink. This is what we're doing. We're just getting a drink right now. But now I have to fucking taste exhaust and I have to go now actually say something. And I felt good about it. And you know what I what I found out later on and to my five listeners, this should make you chuckle a little bit. This should make you like at least be like, wow. I'm part of. I'm I'm part of something bigger here. What I found out is that I was wearing my Domestic Dawn t-shirt. The same Domestic Dawn t-shirt I was wearing. (coughs) Jesus Christ! Sorry, schmegma. Same Domestic Dawn t-shirt I was wearing when I confronted the fucking hotel loud door slamming family. In Mount Shasta. If you guys recall that. Do you recall that? I confronted the domestic. Or excuse me. I confronted the loud hotel door slamming family. And with my domestic Don shirt on. And I opened the fuck. I swung that door open. I whoosh. The fucking whoosh of cold mountain air came in to the warm hotel. And it's. And I said, what the fuck? What the fuck? And the guy went, he gave me a thumbs up. And I went, what the fuck? Stop fucking slamming. And he went, he did that thumbs up. This chick had the same kind of response. Turn down your, turn off your fucking engine. You're killing us here. And she, that's it. That's it. No response. Did she turn off the engine? Yes, she did. You know how long it took her for her other whore friend to come out of some uh, store that she was shopping at? 10 to 15 more minutes. So that fucking shithead would have been sitting there idling for 25 minutes to a half hour waiting for our fucking friend to buy some fucking lacy panties for her fat fucking boyfriend to chew her out, uh, to fucking lick through later on. Were they edible? I don't know. Do they make those anymore? But that's what it was. It would have been a half hour of this asshole just, <laughs> just killing us with this fucking guide gigantic bazooka of a fucking exhaust pipe and her dumb lifted diesel truck that costs in my estimation, at least 35 to $40,000 stock with the lift kit with the fucking exhaust with a $75,000 truck, a $75,000 truck that has zero use. It gets 10 to 12 miles a gallon, zero fucking use zero. So she's an asshole no matter what. So she will never, Uh, be able to drink a fucking eight dollar beer with me wait three hours to drink that said eight dollar beer and she cannot share my fucking duck fat fries she just can't she is not a person that can do it but you know i can do it with i could have a date night i could have a date night with my wife and go tell people to fuck off just tell them to fuck off and five minutes before that which is strange i went to the bathroom put my mask on Went to the bathroom. I'm waiting in line. There's not a line. Two bathrooms, both occupado, right? Both occupied. I'm waiting there. And all of a sudden, a girl comes around the corner. And she sees me waiting in line. She goes, Aah! She gets scared. And then she starts laughing. And she dips down. And she walks away. I'm like, what the fuck was that? And she just, she flees. I'm like, ah, I'm in line. And she just flees. So I think she felt my vibe. I think I have a vibe that is not very uh, um, Relaxing. I think I have a vibe that tends to scare and tends to fend off the opposite sex. And that is now what I'm starting to realize is, is it part of the problem or is it part of the solution or is it part of just who I am? I'm not sure, but I'm, I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a good thing. It's just strange when I have to tell an asshole to shut her fucking goddamn gigantic truck off. And then I have another girl come through and you can't tell emotions anymore with masks on. She comes around the corner. And be like, Ugh. She kind to get scared because I'm, I'm just a normal, su- supposedly, normal yellow-eyed fucking goblin. She can't see my teeth. So she's like, ah, he's probably okay looking. Then I'll pull it down and be like, this is fucking Bram Stoker's worst nightmare. Uh, and then she runs away, though. She just runs. She, she, she never came back to piss. So it, it really made me wonder. That night made me wonder a lot about myself um, and what what the cap- what the capabilities I have as a human being. And now my capability is I can talk shit, not talk shit, I can tell people whatever I think is wrong with the situation. If people are being dicks, if people are being assholes, if people are just not being very uh, um, humani- humanistic, I guess. Uh, they don't, they're not on the humanitarian scale at the moment. I think I could tell them something and say, fuck off. Well, it gave me in trouble at some point. Probably has it almost made me get into fights in the past in Seattle, for example. Sure. Right. Almost got in a fight with a fucking homeless guy beating up a woman in an alley because I stepped in. I was the only person at my son's basketball game at one point when his coach and the, the, uh, the coach of the opposing team almost got in a fight who stepped in. Me. I'm not a big guy. 5'11", 175 to 180 on a good day, and I'm stepping between this 350-pound fucking uh, white fucking massive glacier and this other man, my, 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 my son's coach who was a regular sized man. I'm stepping between these two guys. And you know what everybody else is doing during uh, when, when pre COVID, you know what everybody else is doing? They're standing there. They have the six foot radius. They're standing away. Now one motherfucker came up to help me, not one. So I'm gonna be like, guys, stop. There's kids watching fucking. You can't fight in front of these fucking kids. I know we lost fucking get over it. And I'm separating them, pushing on fucking flabby ass chest uh, to flabby ass chest. Uh, and it's just like, all right, guys, separate. What the fuck? Nobody, not one fucking uh, a guy with a buzz cut, not one dude who looks like he's a firefighter, not one fucking cunt who who's like uh, four bills. Nobody, not one fucking person. Help me out. So now that's where I'm out. because nobody's gonna help me out. Nobody will. Life is not about helping people out. It's about helping yourself. It's about finding out shit you can do and say without getting too much in too much trouble and not hurting your family within that situation. And I'm not doing that anymore. I'm doing it in a savvy way. I'm doing like, you know what? You're being a cunt. And if you want to be a cunt, be a cunt. But it's not going to happen on my watch at this moment. All right. It's not going to happen at this fucking moment. All right. Talk to you guys next time. Have a good week. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your lives.